0: Everyone, it's your boy Dave. Your
1: yeah, boy.
0: We're here with the DQB does hostful. With me is my hype man Shane. Hey, what's up? And also my hype man Russell.
2: Not so much a hype man <laughs> as quiet man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got my hype man and my quiet man. Hoot? Yeah.
2: Yeah. There we go. I like it.
0: Uh, like I said, this is the hostful where we talk about movie news and movies and
3: stuff, stuff, yeah, <clears throat> whatever doesn't fit into the the regular DQP show, which is a lot because I ramble.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you ramble. <laughs> we all ramble. The, the two biggest ramblers on the network. And you're like, I ramble. Like, okay, <laughs>
1: sure.
3: I was born a rambling, man. Not, Not to brag,
0: but <laughs> I feel like I talk a lot. <laughs> and that's probably why nobody listens to the show. Hey, I listen to the show. <laughs> you're I, on the show. I think my mom listens. Awesome. That's kind of weird, Sweet. though.
3: <laughs> We talk about dick way too much for your mom to listen, okay? <laughs> Come on. She
2: don't Wasn't, care. Did, didn't, didn't your mom listen to, like, an episode? I don't know if she did or not. My mom said she was going to listen, and I was like, I don't.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I suggested it to my... Well, I was having a conversation with my boss and her daughter, who is also, like, a, a co-worker. And uh, we were talking about movies, and I was like explaining why i watched like hubie halloween and monster squad in the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> Just, and they're like oh you do you do podcasts like what do what do you guys talk about i was like oh no <laughs> i talk i talk about dick way too much for anyone that i know to listen to this <laughs> sorry
2: Look, man, it's 2021. There ain't nothing wrong about talking about
3: some dick. Yeah, uh, weed ass. It's now. not about. It's not about that. <laughs> it's just like you know, just being like, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't like. I don't know. I swear in front of my boss and stuff, but I don't like make dick jokes. <laughs>
0: You know? <laughs> oddly enough this is the episode she decided to listen to exactly and it's like
3: dick joke dick joke i talk about dick a lot i said dick like 15 times already and we're what like three minutes into this episode that's the episode welcome uh. to episode. <laughs> the dick episode <laughs> we haven't talked about a uh, fucking willem defoe's dick in a while that's true. We have not. Oh
2: yeah, Willem Dafoe. If you're out there and li- listening, <laughs> we still are interested in seeing. Uh,
3: I don't know. Interested is a weird word. Um, <laughs> 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 no, at this point, it's curious. Interest. It's curious. It's curiosity because, like, just that description, right? Is yeah, too large and weird.
0: I would say Confusing. it's gone from. Curiosity too large too too
3: large, and, too, too large and, it's a running joke
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: nobody nobody that's even like been on t v listens to the show, let alone someone that's famous like been on t v like you were interviewed by the news because somebody behind your house got shot or something <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I was on t v once like in the background of like
1: why a why you gonna show ruin it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think I was on when I was like a little kid or something. Like some news channel came to our school or some shit. I haven't even been on TV. I mean, I basically have it and he basically hasn't either, it's true. Doesn't fucking count. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways.
1: Anyways. (laughs)
0: So we're gonna do something on the show. Yeah. yeah, Not just talk about dicks. dicks. Are we, though?
2: Uh, we're going to try. Yeah, we're going to try. See how successful we are. <laughs> Welcome to TQB
0: Does Dicks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, since it is the spoopy season. Spoopy. I I I told last week, I said that I would be doing a Dave's Mini Spooky Review. Yeah, what movie did you watch last week? Uh, it was uh, WNUF Halloween oh, yeah. Special. Okay. Which you should still watch. Yes. I gave that one 300 spoopies. Out of a total of six hundred and sixty six spoopies. Yes. The number of the beast. So
2: you only have three hundred and sixty six spoopies left to give?
0: Ooh. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you <hear> get <laughs> a, <twist>. <laughs> a lot of spoopies. <laughs>
0: uh so what I watched uh recently, and by recently I mean last night, uh it's called Night of the Demons. Oh
3: shit. You ever heard about this? You heard about I this? I like think so. I've seen one scene from Night of the
0: Demons. I think every young little boy has. Oh. Uh so Night of the Demons is from 87, I believe. Huh,
4: something okay. like that.
0: Uh it's it's a classic classic 80s slasher sleazy horror movie. Yeah. It's got Linnea Quigley in it. Yep. From Return of the Living Dead. Yep. Who she got this role from Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. She's also naked in this movie.
2: Okay, so that's the scene. Yeah, yeah that's I was the scene. left out of the joke.
3: Yeah, that's fine.
0: There's a scene up. where she gets turned into a demon, and she's putting makeup on her face, saying, and she's not wearing a shirt because duh. And <laughs> at one point, she shoves the lipstick into her nipple.
2: Yeah, that's real. Oh, weird. That's real weird. Yeah. yeah. So, Linnea Quigley, mm-hmm. if you're listening. Uh, we would like you to send us a picture or a video of your dick.
0: And... What?
1: <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> um, I
3: don't want to do this show anymore.
1: <laughs>
3: I thought he was going to ask for like a video of her pushing a fucking uh, lipstick through her nipple, and I was like,
0: what the
1: fuck? Maybe, maybe we and should then he get made a it video worse.
3: of her pushing it back out because has it been in there since 87 probably I I feel like that would cause an infection
0: (laughs)
2: most certainly dude nipple infections are a thing
3: yeah that's fucked up anyway
0: you you were talking about this movie what's funny about that scene you bring up uh, (laughs) her uh she met her husband on that on the set of that movie he was the special effects guy (laughs) oh my god who did the boob I just thought that was
1: hilarious He
2: was like, "Fuck the Breakfast Club." That's a trick.
0: <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Molly Ringwald,
0: eat your heart out. <laughs> wow! But yes, it's about um, it's a it's a punk rock horror movie. Yeah, there's like a lot of punks. They go to this abandoned um funeral home. Like, it's, it's always a, a good idea. Yeah, it's on a hill. You know, it's on a hill, in the middle of nowhere. It's mm. fine. Uh, and there's a big brick wall that divides everything. There's a big iron gate and a brick wall. And the brick wall is built over a running stream. Okay. Underground stream. Because
4: demons can't cross over running water. I want to know where that came from. Because it's a vampire it, thing too. Yeah. I don't know. They it's just hate of, water. It's one of the interesting ones. Hmm. Anyway. But yeah.
0: Uh so they go to party in this house because you know, woo, we're yeah. teenagers. And they listen to some high quality royalty royalty free rock and roll while they're there. Ooh, <laughs> awesome. That's always the best.
3: <laughs> it's always the best kind. <laughs> that's why why season one of Supernatural is so fantastic because of all the <laughs> crappy butt rock. That's like <laughs> some dude on the cast or, like, in the crew was like, yeah, I mean, we can't use any music, so we're just gonna fucking, I don't know, whatever. Let's hire
0: this
2: guy from the street. Uh, Yeah. The the PA was like, I got a band. I got a band. We're like, we're
3: using your music this season. (laughs) Really? Yeah, 50 bucks. Wow. That's more I've ever been
0: paid in this band.
1: Exactly,
2: $50. Woo! You know. That producer was like, mm, we're going to pay you an exposure. This show's going
3: to be huge. You're giving me fucking like you're triggering me right now.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty triggered, too. <laughs> <laughs> and my band has done a lot less than his band, for sure. <laughs> uh, But yes, so they go to party and they awaken this little evil spirit in there. Oh, of course. And sweet. It uh, it gets inside Linnea Quigley Turns into a demon And then she makes out with this girl Turns her into a demon
3: And then they terrorize all the other people Wait so it's like Mono it's like demon mono Yeah pretty much Fuck
0: <laughs> But uh it's a classic It's not a great movie
3: Yeah but it's It's awesome It's one of those 80's like Trash horror. Yeah, exactly. But it's like cult classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it has my new favorite line. Oh god. At the beginning of the movie, uh the one the the survivor girl, mm. if any of my horror fans in there. The, yeah, final, the final girl
1: girl.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh she is uh getting dressed and she's in her bra mm. and she opens her closet door and her brother jumps out in a mask. And he goes, bodacious boobies, sis. Which is oh a weird line. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, wow. But I'm gonna start using bodacious boobies.
3: I mean, that kind of sis. also... Yeah. I mean, the movie that we're going to talk about later. There's some stuff about that in there, too. There is.
0: But anyways, uh, I'll wrap this up. Uh, yes, Night of the Demons. I highly recommend it if you're into, like, bad horror movies or just want to get in the spirit. I'm going to give it 402 spoopies. You don't have that many spoopies left.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, no. (laughs) You're right.
3: (laughs) No, you can give it. You can do it out of 666. Yeah.
2: I, I I just got a call from the Bank of Spoopies. They Uh-oh. said you can overdraw your
1: account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
0: The Bank of Spoopy. <laughs> I want to
4: talk to that manager at the Bank of Spoopy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. So, how many? 402?
3: 402 Spoopies. 402 Spoopies. So, it's 102 Spoopies better than WNUF. Halloween special, yeah, yeah, spectacular.
0: Um, Halloween special,
3: Halloween special. Which you should watch that too. All
0: these movies, I'm going to say, unless I say don't watch them, you should watch them.
1: Okay, uh,
3: I got a couple stories. Uh, just a couple little news things. Apparently, there is going to be a Cyrano movie. It's just called Cyrano, but Cyrano de Bergerac. Um, what'd you say? It was uh, a one. That people may have seen was based on the story Roxanne. Roxanne with Steve Martin. Steve Martin. It's more of a comedy. It's not even. It's it's, not very serious. It's a modern
2: day adaptation.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's (laughs) it's like a modern retelling kind of thing. Yeah. But this is looks very much like you know Renaissance. Uh, supposed to come out this year. Uh, Hmm. fucking. God damn it. What's his fuck? Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Peter Dinklage play, plays Cyrano. So it's kind of a little different.
2: Yeah. I imagine it'd be more about his dwarfism. Yeah. Um, that'd be his thing. So in the book, the thing is his nose. Like, yeah. He, he thinks he's, he He kind of thinks he's ugly. Other people right. think he's ugly because his Just nose is ginormous. talk shit about enormous. him having a huge but nose. But there's lots of penis jokes. In this book from the 1600s about him <laughs> having a large nose, and that <laughs> must correlate hilarious. to something else.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, maybe they'll just like say, "Never mind." No, nope. Just what? cut that part. Say it.
4: Say nope. it. <laughs> nope. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I was excited for this till today.
1: Pain.
0: when i learned I about
3: us <laughs> didn't
0: yeah i i didn't know i don't know much about it russell filled me in a little bit i've seen roxanne I guess yeah this see. is a
2: book that i i like it was it was required reading in my like english two class or whatever in high school um and it was actually i i didn't do homework i wasn't a very good student i wasn't i wasn't in school but like I was like, well this seems kind of interesting and I picked it up and I read it all on like a Saturday afternoon. Like from front to back. I was just like <laughs> couldn't put it down. Like it's nice. It's a pretty good book. Um I don't know if people put it up there with the Count of Monte Cristo, but I mean as far as like older books go and even like trying to understand some of the language cuz it is I don't it didn't come out in the 1600s. I don't think it's that old, but um it does have like older older english language uh in it so like some of it is kind of like you got to get the context but it's still like as of you know uh almost 20 years ago when i was in high school <laughs> just, i don't like saying that I Had a birthday this week uh you did yeah happy birthday, yeah, happy birthday Russell. it was uh it was it was pretty palatable So, I mean, if if you're a reader, it's a book I usually recommend. Um, I still have my copy from high school because, like I said, I wasn't a very good student.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
3: Uh, That's supposed to come out in December, I guess. I don't have an exact date, but just this December. Just in time for
0: the Christmas holiday.
3: Yeah. Um, And don't forget, Hawkeye's supposed to start coming out the week after... Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Um other news uh the home that was featured in Scream for the final act of Scream. Uh what's this fuck? Kennedy's house. Jamie Kennedy Jamie house. Kennedy. Randy?
4: <laughs> uh yeah, Randy. <clears throat> um will be available to rent on Airbnb.
3: Now, this is nuts, because it's only $5 a night.
4: What? For a maximum of four guests. Uh, Located in Marin County, California.
3: Reportedly be ready to explore in all its original glory. Complete with ghost face knife marks on the doors, according to Airbnb, once guests have toured the estate, they can also settle in for a VHS movie marathon of the Scream films, along with all the classic 90s snack favorites they can handle, Jiffy Pop included.
0: Dude, sign me the fuck up.
3: Yeah, uh, the home will only be available for three one-night stays on October 27th, 29th, and October 31st. For a maximum of four guests each night, fans can request to book the house via Airbnb starting on October 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time.
2: Bidding starting at $5. Maybe. <laughs> uh, That's the only way that makes sense to me. Unless it's like a $375 a night cleaning fee. What in the fuck? oh uh, breaking news.
3: Those lucky enough to snag a This is all from... Uh, Sorry, let me give credit. Uh, This is all from Wood TV, Channel 8. It's a a Grand Rapids?
4: This is a Michigan news station. What
3: the fuck? I don't know what's happening. Um, Those lucky enough to snag a reservation will begin their evening with a virtual check-in with Sheriff Dewey Riley, played as always by David Arquette. Whoa! Who will offer a few words of warning Ahead of the evening As your host, I'll be keeping a watchful eye on guests To ensure no one gets surprised by an unexpected plot twist Reads a statement attributed to Dewey In Airbnb's press release Trust me, horror movies always keep it interesting For better or for worse
0: One second, when you said David Arquette Do you mean WCW belt uh, heavyweight
3: champion David Arquette? Yes, yes I do This is like a setup for a new Scream movie, right? <laughs> that's, what they're, that's, why they're, that's what they're doing. Yeah. This is, a, this is like viral marketing for a new Scream movie. There's a new Scream movie coming out next year.
4: No, but Screen I mean five. like, this but is yes. literally like, this is the plot of a new Scream movie. I'm into it. Let's, let's go bu- let's book. Let's yeah. book it. I love Scream.
0: <laughs> I do too. I watched it the other day, actually.
4: But what the fuck? This is nuts.
3: Additional details and rules for guests are available at Airbnb. So go check that out and see if it's real. And then go try not to die. <laughs> when you book it when you book it uh, visitors survive the night they may go home with unique scream merch like a DVD bundle gear from the fictional Woodsboro High School and posters for the upcoming scream sequels scheduled for 2022 it's Dude. it's an ad for the new movie but only for 15 people
4: or not 15 uh, 12 people well like the demand i think yeah but like only 12 people get the... to
0: experience
2: this yeah
0: because like half of them are going to die
3: yeah yeah well I mean, what if they all scream movies do like die. three or four people usually live right
0: that yeah yeah um i say we do a company trip <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> russell all you right. still have money right yeah <laughs> right, so i'm on it I, I, I would also be real stoked if, like, Matthew Lillard showed up and he's just like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part of that movie.
1: that movie. Fuck.
3: I love, I love Matthew Lillard. I do, too. That movie is so goddamn good.
1: I
0: don't think I've ever seen Scream 4.
3: Dude, you gotta watch it.
0: I've seen Scream uh, Scream 1 through 3.
3: Fuck! I can't remember what happens in four because that's the one I've seen the least. It's the with the little sister. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got uh, it. Nev got Campbell it. is like the book.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you now. I I seen Scream Four in theaters. It came out what like ten years later, fifteen years later, something like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
2: Um, I think it came out like 2011. I went and watched it in theaters because I was like, I we loved talked about Scream. it on the show. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> loved Scream when I was younger. My mom took me to the theaters to see Scream 2. Oh, nice! nice. And I, she didn't necessarily want to watch it. She was going to let me go in and watch it, but they wouldn't let me go in and watch it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Back when theaters had scruples, I guess. Um, yeah, they
1: don't give a fuck anymore.
2: No. Yeah, they're like, "You got money? You got money, kid?" And some five year olds like. I got 725. And uh, so, but my mom took me to see Scream 2. you to have to pop
3: some corn if all you got is 725. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Scream 2 is where they get murdered in the movie theater at the beginning. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh.
2: Like, that's a visual joke that none of you can see. I immediately looked <laughs> to my right, worried about the person going to stab me.
4: Because that's right, the movie isn't the movie Stab. Yes. That there yeah, yeah. I, I heck I wanna watch Scream now. We're gonna watch Scream oh, well, we gotta watch uh
3: it's Wednesday, so we gotta watch uh What if after this? Yeah. Yeah we do. But um I have Scream one on VHS. I'm trying to f-
0: track down the other two.
3: Yeah, the fourth one isn't on VHS, it's, it's not, not-
2: I bet someone can sell it to you on VHS, dude. I wonder I if they
3: have does. it on VHS at this thing, dude. At this thing? At the the Airbnb thing?
0: Oh, I bet they do.
3: Should get all the Scream soundtracks dude, on vinyl. You should like vinyl. steal it.
0: Steal it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only
3: like actual production copy of Scream Four <laughs> on VHS. I'm just like two hundred thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> I almost did that at a bar
0: in Indianapolis the other day. Yeah, we were. I went and hung out with some friends, and we went to this like arcade thing, mm. and they had like like decorative like stacks of VHS tapes, and I saw that they were real. Oh shit! <laughs> I was, shit. I was like, looking. I'm like, there's uh, a lot of people in here. Is there anything here I need? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: just gonna take I this did. stack.
0: <laughs> but they were like glued together.
3: So oh, I'm like those. F- Fucking heathens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright. You you had another story? Did I?
0: Yeah. Oh, I did, yeah. Michael Keaton can still fit in the Batman suit.
2: Yeah. You go, Michael Keaton.
0: Yeah. Which makes me think he's like putting it on like for his wife or <laughs> did you read the article? God damn <laughs> <Nope>. it. <laughs> <laughs> nope
2: he, so, he, he, he was putting it on for the Flash movie yeah <laughs>
0: oh yeah. oh,
2: that makes ah. more sense but I, I, like also, I bet anything I bet you're right um, I bet anything he's gotten home a time or two and she's been like I'm Batman. I need you to be Batman oh <laughs> my god he walks in and she's wearing it <laughs>
3: He's like, no, I'm Batman. <laughs> and they get in a fight
2: about it.
1: She's
2: like, is this hot? And he's like, no.
3: And then he breaks her back.
2: <laughs> you want to wear the suit? You got to earn the suit. All right. Uh, well, born in it. Mike Flanagan uh, sets Edgar Allan Poe-inspired limited series The Fall of the House of Usher at Netflix.
3: So, when I first saw that title, because I saw the title a long time ago, not that long ago, but like a f- maybe a month or two ago, um, I thought it was like about Usher. Like Usher. Like, like the, the singer, the artist, Like the singer. fall of his career. The yeah. fall of Usher. And I was like,
0: huh? <laughs> I'd watch that, to
1: be honest.
3: <laughs> this is fucking VH1 special? What the fuck's going on
2: here? So, the fall of the House of Usher is, uh, I would say, arguably one of... Poe's best uh, pieces. Um, now I look like an asshole. It <laughs> hey, he, he read the article, at least. It's, uh, I, I didn't read the article. I read the story. I've read the story a lot, because it's like, it, uh, it has like a, a, a weird amount of depth. It's basically just like kind of about, so like a, a guy goes into the house of Usher and like sits down and has a conversation with this old dude, and Basically, this old dude tells him a story. So, like, uh, before he walks into the house, he's, like, kind of describing the house as it used to be versus how it is now. Mm. And it's, like, you know, kind of like the the brick is crumbling, it's got vines all over it, the yard's not been kept up, and he describes how it used to be, which used to be, like, immaculate and uh, amazing and stuff. And so he kind of goes in, he has this conversation with this old dude who, like, still lives there, who is... Uh, the, the the head of the House of Usher, and it it's basically kind of just like this guy telling him a story, which I'm sure we're actually going to see the story, because I don't know, like, I'm interested to see how he does this, honestly, because um, this could be an interesting, a really interesting adaptation, mm. but it is most definitely, I can't imagine it's going to follow the story the same way. Mm -hmm. um so the guy you know goes on to tell him basically about the downfall of his family yeah uh and but but it's dark i mean it's poe so like you know you know it's dark uh but it it's a really good story and it has a lot of depth and it's basically just kind of like how our actions like can lead us down a path of i mean destruction that, like, destroys everything about our lives. Mm. um, Which is, it's, it, I mean, you know, write what you know, right? And that's definitely what Poe did. uh, And that's also kind of what Poe did in his real life. Uh, it was just kind of like, I mean, he, like, had a, he had, like, self-destructive tendencies and was just, like, I don't want to say sad, maybe morose is the right word. He was just kind of like a morose individual. Depressed? Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, and, you know, what I always thought was interesting about Poe is like, he doesn't, he never knew like what he became. Yeah. And, you know, he, he wrote and he wrote and he wrote and he, he wanted to be like, he wanted to be this like huge and influential poet. um, and he never achieved that in his lifetime. Yeah. And he like he he died on the side of the street. Um basically in a gutter uh really before any of his stuff like hit. And it, it wouldn't be too long it would only be like 5 or 6 years maybe after he died when it's, everything just sort of blew up and now like and we look back on it like everyone knows his fucking name right Like, it's kind right. of a sad story because like he doesn't even know that you know it's kind of like van gogh like you know a lot a lot of these artists didn't know they were going to be as influential and yeah. as big as they did important or <laughs> yeah
3: known or
2: yeah know. and so I, i'm i'm super excited for this I'm, i am i i've wanted an adaptation of the story for so long uh because it's it's one of my favorites it's probably top three out of like my post stuff you know you always hear everyone talk about the raven and uh which is good uh but it's over oh it's overdone it's like in pop culture everywhere like every long-running sitcom has done some sort of variation or reference or something on
3: telltale heart
2: yeah, yeah on yeah telltale heart's another one um But, uh, but The Fall of the House of Usher is, like, an amazing piece, and and on top of that, Mike Flanagan's
4: the one doing it. So, um, Mike Flanagan, who, if you are a horror fan, you will know, um... A horror fan with a Netflix subscription. Yeah, uh...
2: Uh, There's been a couple other things. Um, So Oculus came out in 2013. Uh, It was based on a short screenplay, uh, and he wrote the screenplay for Oculus. Uh, Mike Flanagan did. Um, He also wrote Hush, uh, Before I Wake, uh, Ouija: Origin of Evil. Um, He wrote uh, the screenplay for Gerard's Game, Uh, which is interesting. Not super great. Uh, Interesting. Um and then we get 2018 he created he's the show creator of The Haunting of Hill House uh which has two seasons and is really good.
0: I've heard good things about that. I've never seen it. I'm bad on
3: shows. <laughs> Man, I've, we've,
2: we've discussed this. Yeah. I watch entirely too much television. <clears throat> yeah. Um The we Haunting
3: do, We do an entertainment show. We're going to watch a lot of <laughs> entertainment. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Me too. Or do we do an entertainment show because we watch a lot of entertainment?
3: Yeah, that wasn't supposed to be causal. <laughs> it's kind of the other way around.
2: Um, so also he was the show creator for The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is a, is a similar vein to The Haunting of Hill House, but different enough to still be worth watching. Um, and then he also did the screenplay for the Stephen King adaptation, Doctor Sleep, which is a Sort of sequel to The Shining. Uh, you don't have I
3: need to watch that
2: to have seen The Shining to understand Doctor Sleep, but also Doctor Sleep the movie, which this is the interesting part Doctor Sleep the movie is a uh, s- sequel to Shining the book, not Shining the movie by Stanley Kubrick.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
2: the book and the movie, though, are awesome. So you yes. should watch and read them. Yes, all of that is awesome. I haven't read the book for Dr. Sleep, but I've... I haven't read the Dr. Sleep. Book. heard it was awesome, too. And then we bring us to Midnight Mass, which is, has came out recently on Netflix. Uh, he Mike Flanagan is the show creator for Midnight Mass, which is actually my recommendation for this week. One of two. One of two. Um,
0: nice.
3: You
2: nice. probably already know the other one. That was yeah, a good probably. segue. Uh, thank you. I like to just We ride.
3: ruined it. We both started talking. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whatever. Segway. That's <laughs> why I just wanted to know I appreciated your segue. Sometimes you can rent them uh, downtown, certain cities, you know. Yeah. Not
0: here. I'm always no. I'm
3: break an breaking ankle on one of those things. Yeah. I
0: don't
1: know.
3: That's scary. I'm more worried about like busting my face. Like the scooters make me think I'm going to break my ankle. Say anything with two wheels, honestly, because I never learned how to ride a bike. But anyway. I'm also upset that um, I'm to the
2: age that I'm slightly afraid to get on something mobile because I might break something.
3: Yeah. So, (laughs) what happened? We got old, bud. The fall. I mean, you this week. Of the house.
1: Yeah.
2: I am officially middle 30s. Sucks. Sucks. Midnight Mass. Yes. I am, and I'm going to be honest here, I am five, oh, I'm six and a half episodes in. I have an episode and a half left. But this show, while being slightly slow,
4: is great. Like, it's... Like, I'll read the synopsis.
2: Uh, An isolated island community experiences miraculous events, and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. Um, It stars... uh, Zach Guilford plays character Riley Finn. Uh, You know Zach from uh, Friday Night Lights. He plays Matt Saracen. Um, You also might know him from The uh, Purge Anarchy.
0: Everyone loves them purge movies.
2: And Somebody then,
3: does, not
2: <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, he's in he's in a few things. Um, I think I'm pretty sure Friday
4: Night Lights is where he really got started. Um, was that the main character? Uh, yeah, and then,
2: uh, Katie or Kate Siegel, <sighs> um. Who is in The Haunting of Hill House and Hush, uh, which were Mike Flanagan projects. Yeah. Um, she's also in The Haunting of Lime Manor. Uh, she's an um, incredible actress. She is in all of his stuff. She's also in Ouija and Gerard's Game. <laughs>
3: um, Are they like a thing? Or and like Oculus.
2: Uh, she's
3: just in all of his stuff? Y- yeah, I guess like him and fucking quentin tarantino with uma thurman's feet
2: oh uh, yeah it makes sense uh she has two ki- two kids and is married to mike
3: flanagan there you go that's what it <laughs> is all right all right so yeah i was like uh, if they're not in a relationship their significant others should look into that maybe it's kind of sweet she is his muse yeah um
2: So, and then you, it also has a, let me, I don't know this dude's name. Oh, uh, Hamish Linklater.
3: Hold on a second. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt this because I just witnessed the
4: dumbest shit out the window of our studio. Someone backed out of their driveway.
3: Backing out so that they were facing the dead end. And then pulled into the driveway across the street to turn around to go the other way.
4: <laughs> what? I, I don't know what happens here. Fucking what?
3: <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I just saw it um, happen and I was like,
4: why are you stupid?
3: Why are you got to call me out like that? I might be
2: mispronouncing this guy's name. I think it is pronounced Hamish Linklater. Linklater? Linklater? I don't know. Hamish? Uh, However, if you ever watch The New Adventures of Old Christine, uh, he is um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia Louis-Dreyfus? I'm bad at names. Wow. Uh, Her brother. (laughs) Um, and then he's also in a few other things. he's in the big short uh he was in Battleship, which he probably doesn't want me to remind any of you of
0: <laughs>
2: That was a movie um, but he plays the young priest he's also in the stand okay. man he's been busy i I love this dude this dude is an amazing actor um he's just incredible uh so the the cast is pretty good it's got a lot of interesting subplots that tie into the main plot um it is I, I i recommend watching it uh it's it was like number four on netflix most watched um so some of you might have already watched it uh i, I will say it is kind of slow so if you're tired maybe don't start it you know it's it the uh, starts off a little slow um but it, it's good it's got a lot of religious uh overtones um because they're front and center Uh, and but it but it plays on that really well, and I just I love the way the story has been crafted this far. I got an episode and a half left. I'll let you know if I change my mind next week. But pretty sure so far, um, the show has definitely been worth watching.
0: Huh. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna check that out.
2: Yeah, I recommend it. It's part of my recommendations this week. This week. This week. This week. What's that? I don't know. I overslept and it fucked me up.
0: (laughs) I underslept like every day in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you say you had another recommendation?
4: Yeah, I was waiting to see what Shane was looking at. I'm just
3: looking at Hamish Linklater's uh, filmography because you already had it up. All right.
4: Next. My next recommendation is kind of fishy.
1: Fuck
2: you. <laughs> Finding Nemo. No. Finding Nemo 2. No. I guess I shouldn't call it fishy. Deep Blue Sea? Deep, oh, deep Blue No, but I mean, yes. Jaws
0: 3. <laughs> bigger
2: Jaws. No, I definitely don't recommend Jaws 3. If you're going to watch the Jaws movies, just watch the fucking first one and stop. Yeah. Um, next recommendation. You've probably seen the memes. You've probably yeah. seen the games someone has told you to fucking watch it, probably you, already. you've probably seen the worst father in television history uh it's squid game. this movie is fucking show or the, yeah, the show is fucking ridiculous um is so, it really
0: is it about like squids playing basketball? That's what I always thought it was
2: nope if it gets you to watch it, I'm gonna say yes.
0: All right, I do want to watch squids play basketball. Yeah, I'll watch
2: it. How cool would it be to watch squids play basketball?
0: Pretty fucking cool.
2: That'd, that'd be fucking gnarly. Yeah, squids are dope. Like in every cartoon basketball like show, why is there not? A, why? Why wouldn't you yeah. just go get like a, a squid?
0: Because you'd be too good at basketball, though.
2: But you want him on your team.
0: That's true. You but think then he'd be a ball hog. He he would be a ball you know, hog. He only passes know. it to himself. Chain's I figured a, a pig would be a ball hog. Oh, how's the pig
3: gonna slam dunk the basketball, Shane? It didn't say his team was gonna score any points. He was just gonna hold <laughs> onto the ball the whole time.
2: I don't, I don't know how much Porky gets to hit the court in the new Space Jam movie because I'm fucking watched it. It's uh, good plan.
3: You shouldn't watch it either. That's our, our third suggestion. Don't fucking <laughs> Don't watch, watch t- the new Space Jam. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. So, I mean, whatever. Nobody's watching it
2: anyway. We just probably got somebody to watch it. Stop supporting LeBron James. He didn't actually get poked in the eye. Thank you.
0: LeBron James. Um,
2: oh. Anyway. Anyway, so Squid Game. All right. The first thing I want to say about this show is this is one of the best dubs like like visually watching it, like, uh, the audio matching the lips uh, is what I mean. Now there's some other stuff that's gone on with the dub that we've that we've read a little bit about. Yeah. Um, so I don't mean translation or translation of characters. I mean the matching of words to the lips, because like even even newer dubbed movies, like it, it's not as bad as like 1960s Godzilla. Where like their mouth goes for like thirty seconds after the line's over.
3: Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not the the trope, right? Of like uh yeah. somebody's like moving their mouth for like five seconds and then like has like a really badly uh spoken like English line. Yeah. And then they keep their mouth keeps moving because they were like there's this really complex emotion that we're trying to get across, but he's just gonna be like, I'm gonna kill you now.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, the um the the dub was super enjoyable it was super easy to get used to about 30 minutes into the first episode i forgot it wasn't like in english i guess i mean not really but like there's like
3: a couple characters where you're like "Mm," or it's like kind of cringy but yeah um one of them also like is there's been some a little bit i don't know if it's actually controversy or if it's just like some people that are being loud on twitter um, about like poor translation, like completely changing one of the characters. Yeah.
2: And uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some of that. Um, but as far as like the, uh, the ability to watch it and not right. get distracted by their mouths, right. uh, this dub was, which I, uh,
3: I mean, one of the best dubs I've ever seen. The amount of people that have actually watched it and are talking about it, uh, kind of lends itself to the dub being amazing. Yeah. Just because, like, people don't want to watch dubs and people don't want to watch subs. So, like, right. anything that gets, um, like pop culture <laughs> attention that is a sub or a dub is probably, you know, done well at least. Yeah. Uh, another recent Netflix,
2: uh, dub, uh, live action was, uh, Lupin, which is a French movie. Mm. Um, and I actually. It, so it, it's maybe a year old i think um and i actually had to switch to watching it in french yeah. because it was the the mouth movements were so distracting yeah from the dialogue and the voice acting wasn't that great uh but watching it like i watched the whole season the whole f- part a i don't know how it's set up i need to finish it but um i watched the whole season of that I watched the first episode dubbed and I was like, I can't keep watching this like this. It's it's, the dubs too bad. Um, But so I switched it over to the French audio and watched it with subtitles. Uh, And it's actually really good. Uh, But I thought that was it. So that was my worry when I started watching squid game was like, am I actually going to be able to watch this? And I was, like, I've I watched all of it in one sitting, actually. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Shane showed up about, the thing it was on, like, episode three. Yep. Uh, but the show itself is also just, like, pretty good. Like, it's, it's a lot nutty. of fun. Yeah, it's nutty. Um, it, the aesthetic is, is bright with all this dark stuff going on around them, which I really enjoyed.
4: Yeah, it's very... Uh it's very like like modern minimalist with the like
3: designs of stuff. Yeah. Um it's interesting. I like how they did it. Uh and like the tone of the of the movie is super dark and like there's like some home there's some like humor in it, but like it's most of the time just fucking hopeless and like terrible it really is um
2: it's got there's a lot of good uh social context too Mm. and even if you don't know like what's going on with south and north korea like you can pick up on some of it uh just because the way they talk about the north i thought was super cool like the way they just like like fit it in there um so like the social commentary was cool. The uh, you like kind of learn a little bit about South Korea and like it's kind of been made out that like South Korea is almost a paradise, at least compared to North Korea. And this like watching this, you kind of understand that that's not true at all. And you get a little bit more uh, context into w- what's actually going on on the on the streets of South Korea. Um, as far as representation goes, uh it is a full Korean cast. Um there's like an Indian guy. Oh yeah, there there's uh there is an Indian guy. Yeah. Um so and it it was it was it was just it's just interesting to watch. Like it I I've loved every minute of watching it. I've the whole fucking time. I was just like, this is fucking nuts. I fucking yes. love this. This is like like also getting out of like white Hollywood and there
3: is a there's some random white guys in it
2: we don't talk about those random white guys
3: (laughs) yeah so if (laughs) you're a uh, white guy that
2: gets offended about being white and like some white stereotypes then you might get offended (laughs) at some point during the show (laughs) Uh, but don't be a little bitch like just watch it (laughs) like <laughs> and our characters whatever who cares yeah everyone uh, keeps
0: telling me about this i'm gonna have to watch it now that yeah. was
2: actually yeah like so when you get to the certain part that we're talking about that was actually one of my favorite things about the show because i was fucking losing it also being like man this is kind of what other countries think of us that's it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: just the,
3: just the rich. But anyway, we're yeah. giving, giving stuff away here. Yeah, giving stuff uh, away. Uh It's good. It's gory. Uh Okay,
0: you have me a gory.
3: It's not all the time, but when it is, it's like there were a couple of spots where it was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Um and you you even even though it's dubbed like the voice acting too was was Pretty really good. good yeah. because Main like,
3: characters are really good.
2: Yeah, you get a good sense of like the characterizations and like the character relationships and the development, and I just dude, I just I was completely blown away like by this by this series. Like it's a good I show. Went in with super low expectations and was fucking.
3: Yeah, we randomly saw the trailer and we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and then we went by it again. And Russell was like, I think I'm going to watch that. And I was like, I don't know, man, dubs. And then I came home and he was watching and I was like, ugh, all right. And I like sat down to eat and I was like, oh, this is actually good. And I finished it with him (laughs) like five hours later. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck just happened? It was a good
2: day.
4: Um, It sounds like a good day. So it. uh, It's about. Um, a group of people that basically get the opportunity—I say opportunity—um,
2: because you got you just got to watch volunteering. It. Uh, they get the opportunity to play children's games of life and death. Uh, they don't know that. Yeah, they don't. They don't know that to play children's, play children's games. To play children's games
3: for the chance to win a very large amount of money. Yes. Uh, and there are a bunch of rules, and. Uh, a lot of like anonymity and stuff like they're all like player numbers. They don't have names names, mm. um, but they're not forced to do it. They all like are asked if they want to and then like they sign like a waiver and shit. Yeah, it's real. It's 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 an interesting setup. Huh. Yeah, it's probably actually happening somewhere in the real world. I don't know. I feel like they just probably kidnap people and do crazy shit to them in the real world. Like they don't fucking go through all that. Yeah.
0: That seems more accurate. Unfortunately. Yeah.
3: Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Less less contrived. Yeah. More to the point. Yeah, we're just you're, you know, we drugged you. We're going to let you loose and then fucking hunt you in the you know, South Africa or some shit. <laughs> But uh, that's all I got. The hood of Detroit. Like, I don't know. Fucking turn it into Predator 2 or some shit.
0: Oh, I love Predator 2.
2: (laughs) All of Detroit is just turned into a game show. Isn't there a movie like that? Probably. Running Man. Uh, I was going to say Running Man.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's L.A., but whatever. Oh, is it L.A.? L.A. L.A. You haven't had a game of death until you've had a game of death in
0: L.A. L.A.
1: (laughs)
3: Oh man,
0: <laughs> is that uh is that all we got? That's I all I that's, had. That's, 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 that's all, all
3: we got. That's all we got. Uh, Diplo got arrested. Might go to jail for rape or something. Oh yeah, who Diplo? Diplo. Who's
2: that? The, uh, huge guy in the EDM scene.
0: Oh okay, I I I literally didn't know yes, that music.
2: James Vanderbeek played him for a docu series thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't. Not neat. I'm not, I'm not into.
0: It's not, it's not neat.
2: I listen to virtually every kind of music, so I'm not super into EDM.
3: Anyway. The scenes are real weird. I just. Really? Is that it? And I was like, I randomly remembered reading that title. So.
2: Fair enough. Um, oh, I learned today that Matt Smith is playing uh, Targaryen in House of Dragons. Which I might have already said before and forgot. (laughs) I wasn't gonna watch House of Dragons because they ruined like a series that I loved and then now I kind of want to watch House of Dragons. The
3: guy looks like a fucking
4: wet rag over a pile of rocks. Jesus. Shouldn't be a fucking Targaryen. (laughs)
3: Targerian Tarjarian?
0: Tar Target Arian.
1: Whoa, hold on.
2: <laughs> uh he did he did play a skinhead in a movie. Uh that's interesting. See, Target Arian. <laughs> Seriously, it looks like a bag of bag of fucking rocks.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Shane's hurting my feelings, Dave. Can you wrap up this episode?
0: Um, I will. So no one's feelings get hurt anymore.
3: Bag of rocks.
0: Bag of rocks. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, This has been the DQB Does Hostful. And as always, I've been your boy.
1: Your boy.
0: And also Shane and Rustler here. Yep. (sighs) Well, that did not go as well.
1: (laughs) All right. Bye. (laughs)
4: Quarters Podcast Network.